to Falter Ego episode 23. Um, should, should art, should art reflect life? Should art mimic life? Should art make you feel only feel good? Discuss. Um, it's interesting. I was, I've been reading some of the reaction to the uh, movie Tar. Is that how you pronounce it? Starring Kate Blanchett. And um, there's a lot of people having trouble with there being a, a female protagonist who is unlikable um, and an abuser. And I find that really interesting. Um, I get, I get, I get, I get, um, expressing that opinion going, oh man, that was a bit uncomfortable or oof, that was a bit weird. But to then go even further and say, and therefore the film shouldn't have been made or really it should have been a male or, um, you should have had a, you know, you've got a female in a position of power. You could have shown her, um, being, you know, successful and uh, in in control of her emotions and well-rounded and a hero. Um, I just find that kind of oddly... I just find that oddly dogmatic that, you know, people think there are people out there and prominent people, you know, people with followings and people who seem to be regarded as some sort of public figure and public intellectual who... I think it's okay to say, yeah, women should only be portrayed positively in movies. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, there's, there are so many premises that have gone into that argument that already that uh, I, I don't know how to unpack that. I mean, one is this. I mean, one it seems to imply that movies should only ever make you feel good um, about something. Uh, movie shouldn't confront you or surprise you or shock you. Um, two, it also seems that all women are good, <laughs> which is kind of um, kind of odd. Like you shouldn't portray women as a, as an abuser. Or, well, I don't know if it it doesn't assume all women are good, but it just yeah, I don't know. It, just, it seems to suggest that what women in movies should only be portrayed positively. Um, and to me, this, I don't want to get too stuck on the movie specifically, but it, it, it seems quite indicative or representative of a broader issue, which it seems like pe- people slowly becoming less, uh, less able to metabolize stuff that they, that makes them feel uncomfortable or stuff they don't like or things that when, you know, sort of life not going to plan. Um, or not having things their own way or the way they would have liked it um, to the to the point that they then have to uh, publicly articulate that somehow they're now suffering because of this, I don't know, affront to their values. Um, you know, like I, I just feel like we've gone... <laughs> We've, we, I, 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 I could be fabricating this. I could be falsely remembering my own past. But I, I kind of think I'm not, this isn't totally inaccurate. 
that I remember, you know, 30 years ago, you could not like something and you would say you don't like something. But now it feels like there's an additional um, addendum to that or whatever, which is, is that, it's a tautology, isn't it? An additional addendum. Um, it's an addem- addendum that subtracts from the uh, the net amount of text. It feels like there's an, an additional layer now on top of that, which is not just I don't like it, but sort of or I didn't enjoy that film or that film kind of made me feel uncomfortable. Um there's a prescriptive sort of um, almost like punitive um, aspect to it, which is I don't like it, therefore uh, I, th- I think it's a bad film or it shouldn't have been made or I think no one should go and see it or they should take it out of cinemas or they should recast it with a, you know, should make that movie again with a man, you know. It's just like this sort of like entitled... Um, it's a bit like you know. It's a bit like the. Uh, it's a bit like fandoms of Star Wars and then Marvel and stuff like, tweeting. Oh, a black stormtrooper. No, no, make it again. We're starting a petition. Don't start a petition. Nobody, nobody is obliged to listen to you. Shut up. Stop. Like I don't mind if you go in private. I mean, this is the problem though. Nothing's private anymore. I don't mind if in private you say to me, it's bloody hell, John Boyega, a black stormtrooper, in some racist pub meeting of Star Wars fans. A weird Venn diagram overlap. Are you a Star Wars fan? Do you hate blacks? Come to the weekly pub meetups. It's like, what a weird uh, niche club to be a member of. But, you know... I can I can't sympathize with the opinion but I can acknowledge the um right for such a group to meet in private and air their grievances to each other uh, but at the point that that then spills out to action and some sort of comment on how things should be once you get once it becomes prescriptive that's when I get sort of a bit like what do you like? This is just this Twitter, Twitterification of people's opinions. Where, like, oh, Kate Blanchett plays an abusive woman. Well, now I've got a problem. I've been, you know, or I've been offended. Um, I think it should have. You've, you've, you know, you're an enemy to the cause. And I just, it's like, at what point did we all decide? Do we have a meeting that I missed? where all of society got together and agreed that, yeah, by the way, from now on, movies are only meant to make uh, make people feel positive about that that identity, that if it's a woman on screen, it has to be a, po- has to be a positive woman. Because um, I, I think what that movie does is it challenges... It challenges you to realize that power corrupts. It makes you realize that, like, power and positions of authority, which are kind of masculine constructs in a way. You know, the the it it is a bit. There's a dominant uh, dominatory. 
I'm going to go back one day and look at all the words I've made up on this podcast. I think I make up about four words every episode. The last episode was a real nightmare. Ego decentrificationism or something. I can't remember. Anyway, but you know, I, you know, a man, it's that sort of dominatory, um, uh, uh, you know, get out there and take it and invade, stabby, stabby. I take this, this is mine, I want to be the kingpin because I want to be a you know a big silverback gorilla man and have lots of women and lots of kids and spread my genes. Like the kind of, you know, people in positions of power, whereas I, I guess, um, I'm going to make a hash of this, but like a, a feminine energy is more caring and community-based. Um, I would... I, I say very tentatively, but that's why we say like mother nature, you know, cause there's a, there's a, it seems like we have this, an intrinsic awareness that male energy is, is not <laughs> necessarily what's best uh, for the survival of, of the human race. Um, not that strength is bad, but just that, that need to dominate and take and uh, overpower, you know, all these things. Anyway, you know, but it, it, you, one could say that the movie is an exploration of how power corrupts, and that's what that's what makes that is that's what makes power scary, is that it can take it can corrupt anyone, right? That that is the the, the terrifying thing about it. If you make a movie about power corrupts, oh, but it doesn't cor- corrupt women, they're like, whew, well, that's lucky, isn't it? Thank goodness, fifty percent of the population are immune from being flawed and what kind of mood like, I just feel like that as a women should be portrayed positively in films and they shouldn't be portrayed as abusers now I just I find that like she's it to me it's to me that it that shows that power is terrifying and that those sorts of hierarchical power structures and dominance and these aren't values to be admired you know or sought after i don't want to my dream isn't to become the head of some fucking organization so i can lord it over my underlings you know that's not that's not an energy that's not a well if we all draw from that well you know planet earth's not going to last that long you know so to to see you know and if and, and if it were a man in that position you go oh well, it's just a man isn't it that's what men do. So I mean, really, it's less effective as a as a study on power. And a lot and great movies are, you know, their comments, their studies, they they reveal things to us. They often have to reveal things to us um, that are uncomfortable because they're able to do it in a way that's that's different to you know a, just a person randomly walking up to you in the street and going, "Hey, guess what? Guess what? I think women can be co- corrupted by power too." Goodbye. It's like, who the fuck was that weirdo? To randomly approach me with his opinion. You know, movies have the capacity to make an argument. Movies, literature, you know, music, just any great art should challenge us um, and tell us something about the state of the world. And yeah, power is power is bad. You know, so why? But to say, it, it, and again, it just becomes less scary when you say, you know, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Um, unless it's a woman, they're immune. Women in power would be great. 
I don't think so. You, if we'd got Hillary Clinton instead of Donald Trump, yes, it would have been better, but that's largely because Donald Trump is such an enormous shit, not because Hillary Clinton's a woman. Um, and she would have been drone-striking fucking kids indiscriminately in countries she's probably never been to, you know. It's not like she, that. It's like Hillary Clinton gets into power and suddenly, you know, a, a, a utopia is ushered in. So, I mean, it's the same with um, Barack Obama. You know, he he did. He he was he was a relieving from across the ocean. He was a relieving presence because he at least talks like a person and seemed witty and you know it was an enjoyable eight years from a from a news cycle perspective. But he did things that are probably haunt, will haunt him for the rest of his life. You know. He, he, he drone struck more, a lot more than George Bush. And that's evil, right? But everyone's like, well, he's the first president of color, so he must automatically be some virtuous. No, he's not. He's just like, for him to get to that position, he has to have blood on his hands. He has blood on his hands. You know, you can't just say, yeah, no, you're not allowed to betray, not allowed to diss him. As soon as you get into like, well, so-and-so belongs to such-and-such an identity. Therefore, they can only be discussed positively. It's like, well, that's that's a really dangerous blind spot. You know, that's a really... Um, that's a pretty... It's also a kind of... Uh, makes us rather impotent because it means there is... You get to a certain stage where if, if the right person or the right identity is doing a bad thing, you're somehow like powerless to criticize them um, or you're not somehow it's it's tawdry or offensive to point out that the the you know the lesbian woman is is evil, you know so we can't say that you know it's a it's a woman in a position of power. give her a break. this is I mean this I mean this is the problem with men, is that they have been given a break for far too long. This, this is the whole, the whole culture of silence. I mean, it's interesting, actually, I've just realised that. It's the, the whole culture of silence around men in position of, positions of power has allowed them to do the th awful things that they've done. And now we've got people replicating the argument, oh, it's a woman, so you can't talk about it. It's like, well, well that's... that's it's, that is exactly the <laughs> the thing that let men flourish um, unhindered doing awful things, you know. Now I get, I, I get this, the, I mean, this, this, this is the tricky bit where you do have to watch your own blind spots though, because I, I, I get that culturally there's, given, given where we're at in society at the moment, because we're still in the Me Too kind of era, we're still, you know, men are still have a lot more work to do to release a movie um, that does this is sort of, you know, it's like, is this the right time? And are you drawing focus? And shouldn't we? And precisely because of all the things I said before, because movies can hold up a mirror or can hold up, can criticize, can challenge, maybe it's through movies we should have done a bit more to examine, you know, um, a male character. So I, I understand that 
the timing is is um, I wouldn't say it's poor because again it, that that pre that assumes a lot about when and what movies are supposed to do um, and what they're allowed to do. But I can un- I can understand that perspective. But I still think you know. Um, weirdly, if, if anything, you know, you're going to get a lot of men watching that movie. Oh my God, she's awful. It's like, yes, people in positions of power should not be allowed to get away with this stuff. Whereas if you made it about a man, a man you'd probably get a lot of men going, oh, it's just shitting on men. So weirdly, there is also like, by making it about a woman, you, you do get around that reactionary sort of disgust that men might have to go to see it. Not that, I mean, and again, sort of circling in on myself here. It's like, not that we have to make movies to please men either. Um, but it's just this, this thing that, you know, this is growing um, sense I have that people are just becoming less able to tolerate discomfort or things that they don't, they find offensive or they don't agree with. It's like, say that you don't like it, but then to go, mm, well, now you're an enemy of the cause or... Um, you know, I just find it odd. I find it odd also that people are making the argument that, you know, you're sort of meant to like the main character in a movie. It's like, well, you know, or I mean, you know, Hannibal Lecter was, the, what made Hannibal Lecter so terrifying, or one of the things that made him so terrifying as a character, is that he comes from a place of intellect and education and sophistication. Thanks for that car beep. Um, but yeah, you know, he's and it, he's not, um, you know, he's not like a, a gross, freaky monster man who, you know, Migs in the next cell. He, Migs in the next cell is like, I can smell your, you know, C word or whatever. He's the freak against, and next to him, Hannibal Lecter seems positively civil. What did Migs say to you over in the next cell? You know, he's like, that's, you know, he he's showing concern for, for Clarice. So, you know, that's, that's what makes him terrifying is he's unexpected and he's, um, he's not your typical monster, um, which makes him more of a threat and more uh, terrifying. Similarly, you know, with this movie, I, I, the fact that it's a woman... Um, and also interestingly in, in the art space, you know, sophisticated, she's a conductor. Um, it's not like she's some glossy Hollywood producer. She's not in the arts in that sense. She actually, you know, conductors are viewed as quite kind of sophisticated, um, civilized sort of, um, uh, cultural icons, you know, they represent, they represent a certain something, don't they? Um, again, it's like, that that's what makes it shocking, um, which arguably makes it a better study of power and our you know how we uh, and what our blind spots might be. Um, it's not saying women are worse than men. It's not saying women abusers are worse than men, and it's not saying our focus on uh, eradicating um, people taking advantage of certain power dynamics. You know, it's not saying people who should who are hunting for that sort of stuff should be primarily focused on women. It's saying, um, well, I'm saying a lot of things. This is what the movie is saying. I'm not the bloody director. I don't know what it's saying. But to me, it says, you know, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. 
Um, you got to have your guard up and don't expect life to be obvious. <laughs> don't, like, don't, threats, threats thrive in shadows and blind spots and um, they come from places that you, well, I suppose in the case of men in position of power, they do come from places you expect. But, you know, you got to just watch out. And if this, if it makes you uncomfortable to see that maybe a woman could have done that, it's like, well, maybe be uncomfortable and, and let that settle, sink in. You, your discomfort doesn't then entitle you, it doesn't make you, it doesn't, uh, the fact that you're hurt by the fact that the lead character is a woman, your, your hurtness isn't some, I don't know, epistemological um, guarantee that your opinion is right. Well, I'm hurt, so now I'm right about something. Well, so maybe you, you can be hurt and fucking wrong, you know, or you can be hurt and reflect on it and go, gosh, that really made me feel really uncomfortable. Um, and against this ego thing that seems, I, I, seems to be getting worse and worse, which is that people just can't seem to handle their world being turned upside down or be confronted by things that don't necessarily map onto how they want things to be. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking about that, that from a sort of civil rights perspective. Like I want things to be fair and equitable. I want women to be paid the same as men. You can't have that. Oh, I'm hurt. I'm not saying that is unjustified. That absolutely is justified. But just in more, in cases like this, where it's less obvious that there's a real case to be made that this movie is somehow damaging or offensive and that women, again, that argument that, you know, women should only be, be portrayed positively in films. It's like, what are you, what are you getting on about? Like, it's just, you know, what, I, I, I'm just at a loss really for how, the, 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 the number of mental hoops one has to jump through to, then not, to not enjoy that. It's just, I find it strange. You know, nobody, nobody watches, you know, the human centipede and goes, oh, the surgeon in that was German. I think Germans have been portrayed negatively long enough after, you know, World War Two, and, um, you know, <laughs> can we, I think that's better actually if we change that to a different role. Like, movies just don't owe you anything. They're not, they're not. And again, it's this fandom thing of like, well, who are we, who do we have to listen to? Eventually, eventually there has to be a director with a vision who makes something and if, and just don't go and see it or something. I don't know. It's this odd thing that wants the, uh, I get that once art is out in the world, people are entitled to their opinion. And as a director, you're sort of meant to just accept that, you know, once your art is out in the world, it kind of dies a little bit because it's now not yours. But I feel like the pendulum has swung quite a lot the other way where we care too much about people's grievances with something, you know? There's an interesting quote in The Guardian, an article about it. It says, you know, a defence lawyer might move to cross-examine. Would the movie be different um, if the main character was a man? Um, isn't it up to the audience to decide who they like and who they don't? And come to that, does it matter who's purely likeable anyway? Um, and I agree with that. It's just like, what's, what do movies owe you? What, why do you, what, what, 
why do you think movies owe you something so much that when they don't deliver it, you think you're now entitled to be wounded by it? I just find it strange. But broad, more broadly, I just find it interesting that more and more people are kind of just saying that something something has happened that I don't like and now I'm I, I don't just have an opinion about not liking it. I also have an, I was, I'm now actually affected by the fact that I don't like it. That's, that's the thing that I think has changed over the past, let's make up an arbitrary number, 30 years, is that not liking something 30 years ago was an opinion and now not liking something is like a state or a condition or it's it's not liking something plus some sort of hurt and which entitles you to call for things to be changed and that I didn't like that, so now you've got to change it. No, I don't. Just don't like it. You know. I just find it very it's like to me it's like going into McDonald's and ordering a we all know what McDonald's is. So don't go in there and order it and then they give you your <laughs> cheeseburger. Hang on, this isn't a Michelin. This is bad for my health. I demand you change your chain of restaurants. Like, well, we all know it's fast food. What were you expecting? Just because it doesn't meet some standards that you have, doesn't it? You're not entitled to try and uh, try and force the world to um, ensure you have a blissful experience from life to the from birth to the grave you know if if you're not having a blissful experience due to some structural problem that's obviously very different and that does need to be shouted at and railed about but if a piece of art is like you made women look bad it's like well it made that woman look bad and i don't know i just don't i just don't know Find it, I just find it. I find it. Um, and also, I don't know, a, a movie supposed to be obvious. I'm going to make a movie about a someone in a position of power who abuses people, so it has to be a man because that's what people know. It's like, well, I already know that because that's the world in real life. Like, you know, again, challenge me with something unexpected or shock me or make me analyse something beyond my... Um, sort of public property, you know, um, ideas, ideas that are so mainstream that everyone has it. We all, I think we all know now that men in positions of power, you know, we've had, you know, it goes all the way back to, well, the, you know, Bill Clinton was a primary example. Trump with his, you know, grabbing people, you know, um, Weinstein, Me Too, Louis C.K. Like, we know this. Um, so also, I'm also, when reality is, is already doing so much heavy lifting, do, what what does a movie about another man, you know, being that way, what does that add? Unless you subvert it, you know, unless you make it a man who goes through that and then has a redemption story or apology, you know, goes on some 
road trip tour, apologizing to everyone and making amends and what does it actually take to make amends for something? And, you know, like Louis CK, what does he actually have to do to actually make amends for what he's done? And is will there ever be a point that he's allowed back on stage? I don't really have an opinion either way. I, I obviously... Um, I'm less motivated to have an opinion because I don't have skin in the game. You know, I'm I'm not a woman. So, I, you know, the things he did don't emotionally affect me because I'm like, fuck, that could have been me, you know. Um, but purely academically, like what, should he ever be allowed on stage? Anyway, but, you know, questions like that, that would be interesting to see in a film. You know, what what does redemption look like in 2023 with the internet and Twitter and blah, blah, blah? Um, or is that not possible? I mean, a movie exploring that, again, that's not obvious, is it? It's not an obvious choice. They made a movie about a, you know, a, a comedian or a musician or a or an artist who masturbated in front of his subject, in front of his the people he was doing a portrait of or in front of open mic comedians and lost his career, then try, goes about trying to, make amends for it, which raises questions of, you know, what does it take to make amends and what what is an appropriate punishment for that? Um, that's weird that the movie went there with that. I oh, know it's weird, yeah. Because we already we already get the obvious part of it from real life. We, we don't need to show a movie about a... I mean, you can if you want to. I just don't think it would be a very great piece of art showing a movie about a man abusing someone and getting his comeuppance. Um, I don't, I don't know what that is. That's just real life, isn't it? It doesn't say anything. That's just replicating reality. Um, it might be satisfying. It might be, yeah, you know, it, it might be satisfying to see a man get his comeuppance uh, in one of those films. But again, it's like do, are movies meant to make you, do movies owe you some sort of, owe us some sort of feel good factor? Um, you know, life is really hard, so I need movies to be fant- some sort of, you know, venge- revenge fantasy where, you know, um, you know, you can make a good horror film where a man, you know, um, who has jacked off in front of, you know, seven female open mic comedians or up and coming or, you know, even main, you know, whatever, female comedians. Don't know why they have to be. They don't have to be open mic. What am I saying? Um, and then they plot to I don't know torture him or something, you know. But again, again, that would raise questions of like what's an appropriate amount of retribution. But you know, you can make a horror film. I don't know, but you can't just make a film about a man who abuses people and at the end of the film he gets found out and his career's finished and everyone's really satisfied with that because that's just not a film. That is not you can't. That is not a story. That is just a news article. It's a news story. It's not a movie. So by making a woman, it's 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 you know, it's subversive. It's a bit shocking. It raises questions and it makes you yeah again, weirdly, despite all the focus on the fact that she's played by a woman, it it oddly subtracts gender, which I know is kind of impossible because well it's either. Has to be someone, doesn't it? In the end, it's going to be a gender of someone. Um, but it weirdly, by making it not a man, it suddenly does make it about the position um, of power rather than the gender. Where it's like, well, men in positions of power. 
just makes it more about power, I think. Um, I certainly don't watch it thinking this is what women are like, you know. Um, and again, it just it just raises questions about who's allowed to be a villain in films. You know, this idea that it's interesting that there's been some focus on the fact that she's she's a woman in a position of power. And some people say, well, that could have been inspirational for young girls to see that. And also she's a lesbian. So it's just like, well, what they're not there. They're not allowed to be portrayed negatively. You know, like what if she was, a, I don't know, like can trans people be, be villains in films or, or do they always have to be portrayed positively? Um, well, I suppose, yeah, that's interesting though. I mean, you, I guess it's kind of like, it's weird, isn't it? You come sort of full circle. Like I remember Ace Ventura just finding it as a, when I was an early teenager, finding it really funny. And I'm really funny that, was it Louise Einhorn? Louise Einhorn is a man. Like finding it so funny when he turned her around and she had a, a package bulging in her underwear. I remember me then thinking, you know, this is hilarious. And so, you know, trans people are not only villains but made fun of in that film, uh, which is a shame because, you know, Jim Carrey is obviously great at it, but it's, you know, definitely extremely dated. But, you know, is have we, have has the trans, um, I guess it has to be just not about the. It's not their transness that makes them a villain, as long as that's you know not part of it. But I was going to say, has have has the trans rights issue progressed enough that we've now come full circle where they can be a villain just because they're normal, they're this part of everyday life now. So eventually, one of them is going to be a villain anyway, um, or are we not there yet? Um, and if they were a villain, would that be? insensitive or, or would it weirdly be accepting it's like yes you're part of the gang now you get to be villains too you know it's like well it's hard these are i'm, I'm just articulating my thoughts as they come through my brain um I'm, I'm not standing by any of this but i'm just trying to explore what i think about it um but what do you, yeah i just what do you think do you think that women should not be portrayed negatively or as abusers in films um Because I suppose, you know, and again, I get that women are disproportionately affected by uh, domestic and sexual violence. But there is also, I suppose, a, a the potential for if, if only men are ever portrayed as sexual abusers, when a man in real life is either physically or uh, sexually abused by his partner, they're just like, oh, well, I must be, this must be rare or I'm the only one, or I can't talk about this because women are just apparently immune from from being flawed. You know, is, is art supposed to... Is art meant to act as some kind of revenge fantasy counterbalance to reality where it's like, well, men, me too, Hollywood's a piece of shit, so I would like a movie that shows me someone in a, a male character in a position of power getting his come up and so I feel better about the real world. Um, or is art not the movies not is the onus not on movies to make us happy you know 
I mean, again, you know, Silence of the Lambs, I don't know why I'm pinpointing that as a movie specifically. Um, uh, there's not really a through line from Tar to this movie, but to Silence of the Lambs. But you know, he gets away in the end. You know, people, like he escapes. And the end, the end of him is like on some beautiful bustling street somewhere I think in Latin America it's like I'm having an old friend for dinner you know he's ta-ta Clarice you know he's sort of he's he's made it he's having a great time he just peeled someone's face off <laughs> and wore it um and now he's on holiday I don't know what that I don't know what that says but you know there's nothing comforting about that Jesus Christ um you know no country for old men you know the Anton Chigurh, or whatever his name is, um, played by Javier Bardem, he, he walks away. Gets a broken arm, but he sees the... So, you know, are movies meant to just constantly make us go, oh, yeah, eventually the world will work out in our favour? Because that's the problem, isn't it? The world, the universe does not have us in mind. This is the broader thing I keep coming back to, is that people seem to be developing an intolerance for suffering, or 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 are surprised by suffering. Like when it happens, they go, oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. Well, now I need to take three days off. It's like, wow. You know, I've raised this a couple of times as well. Like my, you know, my wife is a lecturer and, and some of the stories she gets handed to her from other, you know, colleagues in other universities and stuff, or I hear her on the phone go, this student just, you know, um, emailed me to say that, you know, I've, uh, I don't know, her car broke down and now she's she needs three days off to recover from the trauma. It's like, cars break down, motherfucker. Like, deal with it, you know? Just like this, something went bad in my day and so now the universe owes me something. No, it doesn't. You owe it to yourself to develop a thick skin and be able to handle stuff because there's, there's a lot of shit coming your way. People are going to die... You're going to see a loved one, I don't know, fall down a flight of stairs and crack their head open. You're going to, your dad's going to die unexpectedly. <laughs> your mum's going to lose her mind and all her marbles prematurely and forget that you're her son. <laughs> Who's this about? Is this about me? Oh, yes. You know, bad stuff's going to happen. And yeah. I'm not saying you're not allowed to complain about it, but you've got to also be able to handle it you can't you, you can't just not hand you don't complain about it and not ha- be able to handle it just, you know say fuck that was annoying anyway but i did this and now i'm better rather than oh now i need to take you know somebody stared at me the wrong way in the elevator and now i need you know uh, a month off so what is going on what's going on Kate Blanchett played an abuser in a movie and now it's, you know, now all of womankind is under threats. Like, bloody hell. I saw a black stormtrooper. Oh. Christ alive. What's happening? Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, yeah, I just think there's something, there's something odd. There's something odd happening. Um and um, again, I just I like the fact that it is an examination of power um, in a male 
vacuum, like the, in a in a you know in a maleless vacuum for for a change. It actually it actually brings the focus to the power. Um, and that maybe you know when when you give anyone that amount of power, I mean, this is the thing as well. It's like we we it's like we want our villains to be obvious, and that that's dangerous because it means you're never actually going to spot them because villains aren't obvious. You know, Barack Obama did drone strike a lot more than George Bush, but George Bush was the sort of caricature Bible Belt white guy, and Barack Obama was the educated person of color. So it's just like, what do villains? What are villains supposed to look like? You know, um, this is why you know, if if I mean. Louis C.K. is another good example. You know, this apparently progressive stand-up comedian, a lot of his material on stage was about abuse. Um, you know, how women have it tough. There's great, some great bits about, you know, what women should not date men. It's like going on a date with a grizzly bear, like your chances of survival. Like he criticizes men. He's arguably one of, at the time, one of the more socially progressive comedians on earth <laughs> and look what happened what was he doing behind closed doors villains do not act like villains out in the open apart from donald trump um but that was his power wasn't it he just owned up to it i'm a piece of shit all oh, right okay well now that's kind of odd um villains don't look like villains hannibal lecter's unsettling you know louis ck was was a real like just why there's such a sense of just shock and anger and frustration when that happens it's like why you if you, you fucked it up now for other men who aren't awful who also want to talk about socially progressive things because now people are going I bet he just masturbates behind closed doors he's just saying that so he can get close to women you know you fucked it up you asshole um but this thing, this idea that villains are meant to be obvious, and that um, evil, evil things can only happen in that your life is somehow your life is meant to somehow be immune to pain and shock, and uh, the default setting is getting from the cradle to the grave without experiencing any kind of difficulty. It's just not true. Um, and this is why we don't spot the baddies sometimes and how they, they get away with stuff. You know, you get, you know, the number of people who are the head of some charity and it turns out that they're skimming off the top. You know, people are corruptible. Um, and so having movies that reinforce the obvious don't help. They don't help us grapple with the the awfulness of evil if movies just go, yeah, all... all um, all bad guys just are dressed in Nazi uniforms and they're all men. Problem solved, everyone. Go home, go back to sleep. We've solved it. All Only Nazis are bad guys. You know, you're just making it easier for the, for the, the hidden bad guys to keep flourishing in the dark. Anyway, have I rabbited on long enough? I think I have. Um, what do you think? Have you seen this movie? Uh, am I completely fucking wrong? Which I'm very, <laughs> I've said a lot of things. Um, I'm very open to being wrong. But I just, yeah. 
that this final that final point is kind of where I wanted to land is like why if if evil is presented in an obvious fashion on screen it's doing a disservice to humanity um and I don't, I don't think movies owe us as a, a comfort blanket like oh few only men are abusers oh thank goodness well now I can go back to sleep now I know where to now now I know where to spot abuse now I know where to spot corrupt corruptibility it's like it's fucking everywhere if it were obvious the world wouldn't be burning you know because we would have easily solved the problem by now it's the fact that the problem is so ubiquitous and all human beings are flawed and this is and again this comes back to ego it's like i i'm not i'm i'm perfect you really we're not no one is so which is why we're in such a shitty mess. So don't, please don't ask for movies to be obvious and for evil to be obvious and for suffering to come from obvious places because it sounds like you're sort of trying to mentally gird yourself or be, you're setting yourself up for a life of constant ease and that's not what life is like and movies like this remind us of that, which I think is a good thing. Um, it's an it's you know it's a nasty dose of medicine, isn't it? Um, anyway, it's not the it's not the hero we wanted. It's the hero we need. <laughs> Maybe this film. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. Uh, feedback always welcome. And um, yeah, I don't know. Let me know what you think. And yes, if I'm wrong, if you you know, I'm I'm happy to apologise for stuff. If people say, yeah, what you said about that's actually. You haven't considered it from this angle yeah probably true probably haven't considered it from certain angles so uh let me know all the angles it, it, it will only make me uh a, a better person all right chat to you next time <laughs>